Hi, and welcome to Claiming Zero, the podcast about living child-free with Dallas. I don't know if she means swing dancing or actual, like, swinging. <laughs> I'm not sure. No I judgment. Think- and Vanessa. Well, you should be able to do it because you've been around kids. Shall we begin? Welcome to our, what's in our head every week. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to, we can't make any decisions. And that's why we should not create new humans. No, because I changed my mind a lot. And after I decide that it's mine, I don't get to send it back. (laughs) Very true. Very true. Uh, So we're trying something different today. We are going Mm -hmm. to take a chapter out of a few other podcast books and a little storytelling it's not an original idea but we're doing it along the lines of you know child child free living so we got these stories (laughs) from reddit yeah reddit (laughs) and uh, i have no idea what you're what you're gonna tell me you have no idea no we did not you, discuss this beforehand. Devin has a bet going that we picked the same story, but <laughs> I told him no because I feel like you probably picked your story earlier this week and I picked mine at like 2 a.m. So it was a little bit fresher. But you Yeah, know. I think I got mine a couple days ago. Yeah, so we'll see. But I mean, I thought about it, but there are, there's so many posts to choose from. That So many, <clears throat> which makes me feel better as a human, FYI. <laughs> um, yes. So the Reddit subgroup that we were looking on uh, has 1.2 million people. And Wild. this is from around the world. Um, I did notice some posts talking about um, bringing up some foreign countries and stuff. But um, yeah. There's plenty of people out there like us. Some are a little more hateful than we are. I will give us that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not feeling the, the hating on people with children or families in general. It's not what we're about. Or hating but, children. We don't, we don't hate children. No. No, no, no. I think that's, that's a misconception, too. It's like, just because I don't want to give birth and have my own child to raise and to take care of doesn't mean I hate children. I don't. Let us live. Just let me live my life. Let us live. Uh, okay. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally down for that. Okay. Because I'm super um, okay. curious. Yeah. So um, I do want to give a shout out to the poster. Her name, Cobra Kylina. That is dope. Yeah. That is In a reference dope to name. Cobra Kai. Yes. Love it. Love it. Yep. Um, so she titled her post, I never in caps want to lose my identity to motherhood and i was like okay i think this i'll read it in a second but this is where i kind of come in and last week we talked about how oh we're selfish i think we should stop saying that about ourselves and this this kind of touched on more about losing your identity anyway so here we go it's it's kind of a long one so we can break it into pieces you know what let's sit back get some tea you know, put your, <laughs> put your feet up because we're not going to interrupt. Turn you. the lights down. <laughs> and let's just, let's just take it in. All right. So 
story time from Cobra Kylina. I've seen so many parents lose their identities after having children. Everything that they had once valued, hobbies, relaxation after work, has fallen to the wayside after they had kids. I cannot imagine a life in which I scarcely had time to indulge in my hobbies of origami folding, roller skating, or swinging. I don't know if she means swing dancing or actual like swinging. <laughs> I'm not sure. No I judgment, think, but that's I, a hobby. All right. It says, um, also, I want to learn guitar and it'd be awfully difficult to hear myself play over the screeching of young children. It makes me sad every time I see a parent, mostly mothers, let's be honest here, who barely have time to do anything enjoyable for themselves in the years that they are raising their children. Honestly, the last thing that I want to do after coming home from a long day at work is to change diapers, read bedtime stories, deal with tantrums and snarky attitudes, clean up messes, watch boring soccer games and dance recitals, or listen to endless complaints about what I'm making for dinner. And of course, as a mother, I would most likely be facing the brunt of all of this bullshit. Absolutely. As, <laughs> as someone who is particularly sensitive sensitive to yelling or to any form of emotional abuse, I would never want to sign up for such an existence. The lifestyle that parenthood often entails is so unappealing to me. Many people have described parenthood as a second full-time job, and it is truly beyond me why anyone, especially women who have to carry a pregnancy for nine months, would ever choose this. Interesting. It, I mean, it spoke to me, you know, mm. about, I just think about all the things that I really like to do, and I oftentimes like to do them alone. Um, one of my biggest hobbies is hiking. And I love going alone because it's kind of like my alone time, my time out in nature. It's very peaceful. Um, I have gone with my nieces and nephews and it takes twice as long. You have to hold their hands. They fall. <laughs> there are things that take away from the reason I like to do that. So yeah, what do you, what do you think about her post? I, yeah, I think I like the way she puts it. Um, mm -hmm. because personally, I, you know, I, you've heard me say it, like, I'm like, oh, I just, you know, I don't have the time. I don't have the time. And I love that she's, she's acknowledging the fact that like, there's things that are just completely out of your control that are going to come with no matter what you, what, no matter what kind of child you, you know, it's just a child, you mm -hmm. know, like it's a disclaimer on the back of the box must <laughs> give <laughs> 24 hour attention. Um, but I love that she wasn't negative about it. Like we were saying earlier, right. like she's not hating parents. She's not, you know, like, oh, gross. Like she's just saying, listen, I like, I, I do like that she says like, I'm, I feel sorry for, I, I'm sure parents, especially good parents don't feel that way when they're in it. It's their joy. Mm -hmm. They love it. But I think that yeah. equates to us. And the things that we enjoy, like you, right? Like I personally hate hiking, uh, but you know, like that's your thing. So you get a joy out of something that I don't, right? Mm -hmm. So it's perspective. And I love that she's like, look, for me, the perspective of giving all of my time energy to another person, I don't, I don't want, you know? Yeah. Um, so that, that really resonated with me. I love that. And I love her hobbies. Dude, yeah. she sounds hella cool. <laughs> She's into some fun stuff. I've, um, the other thing, one of the things she said that really I have learned over the past two months is um, cooking a meal and having your children not like it. My sister and her husband, um, we eat at least two different meals every night for dinner because the kids refuse to eat certain things. They, this, is, this, this is how they live now. And so it's normal 
Um, so I think me coming in, I'm like, uh, what, what's happening here? <laughs> yeah. But for them, I, this is their life. I feel like, and, uh, the conversations I've had mostly obviously with my family, but even in my nannying years, the, the cooking and chores conversation is very interesting because yeah, there's no right or wrong way. Let's just put it that way. It's up to each individual parent unit. And <clears throat> I find it very interesting that they'll go, well, you know, like I've heard, I've heard the argument. I don't want to force my child. You know, they, I don't know. Maybe they have a different palate. They're a human being. They have choices, right? You hear that whole argument. You're like, okay, like that mm -hmm. makes sense. But then there's the other side of it where it's like, are you spoiling them? Are you creating an entitlement in them? Are you, you know, and, and that mm -hmm. is the pressure that I individually as a human being don't know if I can take on because I say it all the time to my family because I feel like very truthful. I say it in jest with them when they do, when they make decisions for their kids and I'll say, you're, oh, so you're giving her a complex. And they're like, don't <laughs> say that. And I'm like, but you are like, that's what you're doing. Like the cooking yeah. thing is very interesting to me that people, I think it's more of they don't want the battle. I think that's what it is. Just I think what the gist of this is, is <laughs> this is a complication. Neither of us and other people who are child free, neither, you know, we don't want to deal with it. It's, right. It's too much. It's not something that is not appealing to me in any way. It's like having to be a judge constantly, you know, <laughs> like that's what I equate it to is like, that's your life. You get up, you're like, all right, I got to sit there. I got to listen to all these people tell me their, their problems really and come up with solutions. And I love, yeah. I'm a solution-based person. I love <laughs> creating solutions, but man, yeah, I appreciate the post you picked because I feel like it did touch on a lot of the, what you said, like the selfish part, which is what you and I have always, and other people, you know, we're like, oh, we're just too oh, yeah. selfish. But it, I don't yeah. think it's that we're selfish. It's that we're just, we don't want to be responsible for another person and making choices for them all of the time. We are, yeah. we are very satisfied and very happy with the way we currently live, who we are, what we are doing. And there is not something that I want to change that right now and probably ever. I mean, for me being single, just the thought of bringing a partner into my life is, it's scary because it's been a while, but it's like, oh man, I, I really like the way things are going right now. I like how my life is progressing. It's a lot to bring another human being into it by choice, picking the one I want. <laughs> Right. The grown one that already has yes. all the complexes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And yeah. And that, and, and, and obviously it's not for every person. Some people out there thrive off of that energy and can't wait, but that's the whole point of what we're trying to say is there's some of us out there that, and, and it can be a built-in thing. Like I'm a very anxious person. So that's just the nature of who I am in mm -hmm. everything. It doesn't, it's not just in like future planning or childbearing. It's like, I get anxious about a job. I get anxious about time with friends. I get, you know, like I just am like constantly like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So because of the way I am as a person, I, it doesn't mesh well with the added in like, oh yeah, you don't know what's going to happen every day for the rest of yeah. your life. Yeah. Uh, probably not a good call. <laughs> <laughs> so well, what did you find in your Reddit adventure? So much good stuff. I was in love, honestly. I mean, I did, I literally picked it at 2 a.m., but I was up through it like till four. 
<laughs> That's awesome. I can't wait to hear what it is. <laughs> but I, I picked a little bit, okay, it's long and it's a little heavier, but okay. I wanted us to go there because we touched on it last week. So I think it's, you know, might as well okay. rip the bandaid off. All right, let's do it. Um, <clears throat> I do like that it says buckle up. That's oh, my favorite part. I was they like, are preparing us. I am buckled and I am up. <laughs> Bring it. Okay. <clears throat> when I was 27, my boyfriend at the time had to deal with some stuff. I'm going to censor this. <laughs> yeah. He has a mentally challenged sister who was arrested for almost killing her baby. She had a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and twin babies at the time. She has mental delays and never should have had children, let alone four of them. She mostly blends in, but she is not very capable of handling things on her own. She was able to maintain her fast food job, but that's about it. The state wouldn't allow her to get a driver's license. She couldn't understand a lot of basic life things like writing a rent check on time or when to change a baby's diaper. And talking to her was a lot like talking to a child. Her children from two relationships were also mentally delayed. And it was super obvious when you were around them, a lot of the child care responsibility fell on the grandparents, my boyfriend's parents. The kids all lived with boyfriend's sister and the father of the twins. Okay. So one night, boyfriend's sister got, an, got so overwhelmed with the crying from one of the babies that she shook the baby until it was unconscious. It was rushed to the hospital where it almost died. The police were contacted. The sister was arrested and charged. The twins' father peaced out. And all four kids were put under the state's immediate care while things were sorted out in the first few days of the incident. Wow. About a week after this happened, my boyfriend got a call from the state asking if he'd be willing to take in the other three kids and maybe eventually all four, the baby from the hospital, trying not to die from brain damage and his survival health and future guardianship were up in the air. Now, my boyfriend had only met the babies once and the older ones a few times, so he had no emotional attachment to them. We lived five hours away from them, his sister, or from them, his sister, and his parents, and there was no other family of his around to help with childcare. My boyfriend lived with two roommates in a small rental house. He worked as a pizza delivery driver and had no savings to his name. All of his friends and family know that he's an alcoholic. He doesn't like kids, doesn't ever want kids, knows that he would be a bad parent if he were to ever have kids and has no experience with kids. This is when Devin said, sounds like a, sounds like a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> he's not even biologically related to these kids. He and his sister are adopted and aren't biologically related to each other. I definitely wasn't in for the idea of caring for three, maybe four, challenging very young children either. So he said no. His parents tried to guilt trip him into reconsidering, but they ultimately backed off. They didn't want these kids either. After four years of dealing with raising them and knowing fully well how challenging they were, they didn't have it in them for their permanent, to be their permanent guardians. They also recognized that my boyfriend was a poor candidate for raising kids. Despite this, they still asked him to consider taking at least one or two of the kids, but my boyfriend still refused. His parents were really sad about it because they did love these kids, but my boyfriend told them that if they, with their money, time, living space, emotional attachment to the kids, still felt like they couldn't handle them, why would they think he'd be able to do it? They told him that since he and I were young, this is my favorite part, and that because I have a lot of experience working with kids, I was an elementary school teacher assistant at the time, we should be able to handle it. Keep in mind that he and I had only been together eight months when this happened, so it was pretty bold of them to think that I would step up 
to the situation. They also offered to help financially and promised we could drop the kids off at their house several times a year. We still refused. So the kids went into the same foster care system that their mother came from when she was a kid. All four children have homes now, and my boyfriend's mom somewhat keeps in touch with the family that took the older ones. Boyfriend's sister is serving time in prison and has no contact with the children. Boyfriend is still, <laughs> boyfriend is still not an awesome person, and I moved on from him years <laughs> ago. He is, however, still thankfully child-free, and so am I. I would say that we dodged a bullet, but we refused to even stand in front of the gun in the first place. So yeah, hmm. that's my story about how people should, shouldn't be expected to deal with the aftermath of breeding. So, like I said, a lot of heavy stuff in that one. There's a lot to unpack with that <laughs> giant um, suitcase. But there was a lot of it that, I don't want to say resonated with me, but there was a lot in there that I'm like, these are things we don't talk about. Like, mm-hmm. The fact that, like I said, the part was like, this is my favorite part, only because it's something that people don't acknowledge. Well, you should be able to do it because you've been around kids, right? So it's that, (laughs) like, you've mentioned you did dance. We both worked with kids. So Uh how often do people tell us, like, well, you'd be a great mom. Why? Yes. (laughs) You know? Yes. Um, that whole thing and then the mental disability part is like that's the part we touched on last week where sometimes people are just not built to be able to how do I say it like they they don't have everything that like in the right help me they don't have everything that (laughs) they need to be able to to do the job you know yeah there is a lot that sounds like was not good to begin with and oh man there's so many things going through my head right now I I don't really know where to start the comments were like there was someone in the comments who was like can we go back and talk about why why this this poor girl the mom was taken advantage of and and had four children like if she's if she's mentally delayed not that she can't make decisions not that she can't be a grown adult and be in a, a good relationship but if she can't even drive a car and she can't do these other things, either someone took advantage of her or someone was not guiding her through, hey, you don't have to, you know, be in these relationships slash have children, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think, and I'm not passing judgment. I am making an assumption here. It does not sound like appropriate resources are available for anyone mm-hmm. in this family. So as, and I don't, I don't know how old this mom is or was at the time but four children very close in age and two different dads who if the kids didn't go to the dads are clearly not capable of being responsible yeah someone else pointed <laughs> so that like out they were too. just not yeah not a lot of resources to help protect this woman in the first place and give her the guidance that she needs to not only stand up for herself but then to make the choice. I mean, you and I, you know, without going into detail, you and I are making choices so that we don't have children. Yeah. And there are not resources available to everybody like there are for us. Right. Which is, which is also part of the problem. Like I, I think people are very quick to point out and go, Oh, well you made this decision. You decided to have this child, you, you, you. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, Yes, but we also are part of a system that isn't set up to help us succeed. You know, like being taught, like I don't, I don't even remember where I learned about sex, to be completely honest. It wasn't like the movies. It wasn't like the sex ed class where they bring in the banana. Like that was not a thing. You know, you're very right there. 
are not a lot of resources for everybody and right. that people like to, to point blame at, at the individuals making the choices, mm-hmm. but we don't like to talk about, oh, well, we're also not part of a system that's set up to help us succeed or to provide resources yes. that, that especially young people need, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm 31 years old. If Devin and I get pregnant, I am a grown ass woman who can rent a car buy a house like go across <laughs> the country we yeah. can figure i know how to use google and resources and call like places but 18 19 20 21 like what mm-hmm. those ages are so vulnerable and they're so and and as she, this girl said in her post she said when you talked with this mom it was like you were talking to a child right so her mindset was not of a full-grown adult right but it's just so sad. And you pointed out a good point when someone in the comments was like, where are the dads? Yeah. Like that was it. They were just like, where <laughs> are the dads? And mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, where, where are the dads? Like it's so often put on the mom to be responsible 100% of the time. And I think that that's ridiculous because it takes two and it's not just one person's you know, lack of pre-planning <laughs> prior to sex. It's, I mean, it's two people. And I think it's, it's really unfortunate. Um, <clears throat> this, this sort of like, I don't know if it's a cliche or whatever it's called comes to mind, but like, you know, your, your kids are raised by your community or, you know, that kind of idea of like this community, but it, I could see it both ways. You know, she's got family. So there's the grandparents, there's the brother, or other people but you also can't expect that from them you can't say well you should be expected to do this because this is your family it sounds like that's asking a lot of someone who has not led their life to head towards having his own children you know he's delivering pizzas he doesn't have money saved he's just living his life and that's great for him he's probably very happy with how everything's going so adding a responsibility of three to four children is very unfair to even assume. Right. And I think something we have to work on as a society is removing the guilt trip, removing the like, like that was her whole point of her post where she was like, these are people who are guilting someone who is very not capable of doing this into doing this. Yeah. And I mean, I don't want to say luckily, but I guess it's a good thing that he stood up and was like, no, no, but I'm sure Mm -hmm. he got so much crap from everybody because how can you be the person who says no to taking in kids and that that's the narrative that not that we have to change because i I, there probably are those people out there that are just being jerks you know um Mm -hmm. but but there are people out there who are like look i know i'm not i'm not capable of that like clearly he was not in a place to do it and those mm-hmm. you had to think what's best for those kids. And yeah. so it, it is one of those things like it is rolling a dice and I would get why let's just say I did have a child, Devin and I had a child and I have to write my will out. I would want my child to go to my family. That makes sense. Why? Right. Well, because they know yeah. me, they know how I'd raise my kid. They're able to tell them stories of Devin and I, all that jazz. But at the same time, if I knew like I had one sister and she was like, like my one sister, Laura, who does not want children, mm-hmm. I would not put that on her because I would know that that's not justice to her or to the child, right? It's, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so this might be something you're more versed with. Um, I know that you're strong in your faith, but godparents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure I have godparents. 
I couldn't tell you who they are, but the legal role is along the lines of if both parents should pass, the godparents are in line to raise them. I mean, I know there's, no. I know there's a lot of like faith in that. Like there's a lot of, you know, they're supposed to be their you know, spiritual and faithful guide but um, why do I think that then? <laughs> that That's the, <laughs> no, and it's funny you ask this because, so I'm actually a godmother to okay. two children because I looked into this is my point. When, when they okay. asked me, I was like, okay, hold on, wait, if I agree to this, like, and they have multiple children. So technically mm-hmm. I'm a godparent to four children. Okay? okay. And just me though, which is also kind of <laughs> odd. They didn't pick Devin, which is interesting, but whatever. Um, and I, it's an honor, right? But it, it is in the Christian faith. I can't speak for everybody, but in the Christian faith, when I was looking into it, it is more about the guidance factor, but the actual legal role of it is not like both of these couples have their living wills they have their children put in there to go to their own family members Mm -hmm. i am not obligated to take on any human beings Uh, but i don't know if that's because they just decided that or if that's like the norm but i'm with you because i grew up watching on tv that's what happens right yes (laughs) <laughs> yes, there are TV and movies. This is like, this is what I know about it. It's like, oh no, there was a tragic accident. Mom and dad are gone. The kids are still here. Surprise, single and thriving woman. You have to take <laughs> these children on to be yours now. <laughs> single and thriving woman. Yeah, no, that's not how it works. As far as I understand it, okay. I didn't sign anything. I didn't like... <laughs> I guess you're right. If it was like a legal thing. No, I mean, to sign something. <laughs> I do think you can put in, and I don't know because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I should look things up. Look, we've decided to be child free. So these are things that we are not necessarily concerned with. Well, another successful day. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Once again, I'm Dallas. And I'm Vanessa. Vanessa.